0: Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Jason Tucker, and this is Dave oh, Water Cooler. My God. Man, we are so stoked. Today's episode is episode 207. We're talking about the wish list for future versions of WordPress. Let's go around the room real quick and get everyone introduced. <laughs> We're gonna start with, I think that's George. <laughs> what is that?
1: Oh, what is happening? Apparently, it is me, the George the
2: of automatic Jetpack and so forth and so on. Uh, I'm stealing says lines. They make WordPress, teach WordPress, preach WordPress, and I'll just. You
3: can't take my line. <laughs>
1: what is that? Oh. That's
3: called appropriation.
1: <laughs> of
3: some sort. All right, but you do hey. do that, so that's good.
4: It's the sincerest form of flattery. It's totally. Just,
3: it's that just means my, my tagline tagline's catchy. What can I say?
1: <laughs> Jason Cosper, how about you? Tell <laughs> him for yourself. Please. Well, my name is Jason Cosper, as Jason Tucker said. I work at WP Engine as a developer advocate, and um glad to be here.
0: Awesome. Good to have you. Miss Reed, how about you? How are you doing?
3: Hey! Um, I'm good. I'm Sam Reed. I'm the head code, code monkey at Jetpack. Um, <laughs> did I drink the Kool-Aid? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what else you do, George.
0: You have have, have green hair.
3: (laughs) Um, But I do make WordPress, teach WordPress, preach WordPress, love WordPress, save media on all the things. Hit up George, too. I can also never remember his Twitter handle. So, just, you know. (laughs)
0: George George upgraded from his AOL screen name. So, no problem. How about you, Steve?
4: <laughs> How about you? Us about I am Steve Zengit. I'm the founder of Zeek Interactive, and I run the OC WordPress Meetup. <laughs>
3: um, think, we started think, off with an AOL burn. I think that's a good sign.
4: <laughs> there was an AOL burn? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That was me. I'm Jason, Jason
0: Tucker. You can find them. me with Jason Tucker on the Twitters, and I do some stuff over at Jason Tucker, the US and WP Pro. Hosted by so, Earthlink. Hosted by Earthlink, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> So we're gonna talk a little bit about like the you know our wish our wish lists for future versions of WordPress, the things that we would love to have baked into WordPress, not as plugins, not as a checkbox in Jetpack, but as uh, something that would actually be built into WordPress. What cool. do you guys think?
3: Okay, go. <laughs> well, I think this got started kind of came from a conversation where we were talking about well a few different things, but i I'm also interested in us talking about some of the wish list things that have been on the the actual wish list for 4.7 which i think are interesting because there's sometimes things we don't think about in terms of wish listing.
0: Hmm. Okay. Is there is there an official <laughs> is there an official wish, wish list that we can follow?
3: Yeah, there's a wish list page for all the different builds where you each time the build is open Uh, You can put all of your like feature requests and cases for that and then conversations happen on the the different track tickets. There's a really interesting one happening now about the text editor in 4.7 and whether or not it should have underline or if that should be removed or if that should turn into a highlighter button or uh, and if the the text color uh, selector should be removed. So when we're talking about wish list items and what gets into core WordPress. I think it's really important to recognize the the minute detail that that stuff takes to get implemented into the core of WordPress, like these kind of small changes in this incremental updating process. Not to Let me really sure, some stuff is it.
2: small. <laughs> Some stuff is small technically, but there's a lot of bike shedding that goes on around it. Is this something we should do? How should we do it and how should we prepare users for it? Or would it just cause more confusion? Other stuff is very complicated technically, like uh, getting authentication methods working for the REST API
4: or uh, getting two-factor authentication. Wait,
2: there's a REST API? George stepped well, up. That's, Okay, that's,
3: that's also on the. Discussion. Define
2: REST API.
3: Yeah, do it.
4: No, 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 no. I was going. That was on my wish list. Is is bet is is a better <laughs> authentication system for the REST API. Needs to happen. That's all. Think, I'm out of here.
3: I don't know about the authentication system, but I do know the REST API keeps being up for, again, the real world's like WordPress core. Not to say that we can't fantasize about what we'd like to have in there at some point. But in terms of what's actually, you know, gonna be in, like four seven, et cetera. Anyway,
4: so are, we talking about, me. are we talking about how to submit to the wish list, or are we talking <laughs> about actual features we want on the wish list? Let's
3: talk about features we want. That's way more fun.
4: It is. I'd like to talk about the media uploader. <laughs> yes. I I, actually, I would
3: love to talk about that. I
4: actually I actually would love to talk about the media area. Yeah. <laughs>
3: The media area sounds like you're saying a euphemism for
4: something no 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 I'm not the talking about my, I'm not talking about my media area I'm talking about the media area inside of WordPress <laughs> sure yeah. so what, are, what are some Let's of the things that I want to do Steve hey folders oh, oh my, my gosh God. folders
3: <laughs> or or taxonomy
4: taxonomies anything there anything, is... anything to be able to organize your media better inside inside of the uh, media area because it just gets dumped into one spot.
3: We talked about this on an episode of this uh, thing we do. Uh, the water at some, yeah, the water cooler <laughs> at some previous time, and after that, uh, I believe it was Nordcross maybe tweeted me a link, which is a one-line function to add taxonomy to the uh, media uploader, which I have not fully tested. I just haven't had an opportunity to do so. Um, but it seems to me if that's a one-function add, you know. That's the type of thing that should get into the real thing.
2: Uh, if I remember correctly, well, there is something is that, that, that wouldn't just overcomplicate things for most users.
3: I honestly don't think that would complicate things for any things for anyone. I think everyone would be happy with that. But,
0: but I think the things that have been um, the I've seen two different attempts or two different ways in which people have gone through adding taxonomies to the media the media library itself. Um, both of them didn't have the ability to. Be able to select everything or select a bunch of things, then go up to the top and I use a little drop-down menu to do like a mass edit of the taxonomies. But um, fortunately, uh, if I remember correctly, this particular version or upcoming version um, added in that functionality to be able to mass edit all of those uh, all of those items that are in there. So, I have to look and find what I remember seeing it and I was super excited to see that they actually made it so that you could customize that drop down to include other things and just, oh, swap this, you know, taxonomy for something else. Now it's actually a mass editor just like you can do with posts.
4: I think, again, I think whatever it is, my biggest frustration with the, with the media area is that everything just gets dumped into one section and it just becomes, if you've got a lot of attachments that you deal with, it becomes unwieldy very quickly.
3: I mean, and that's the reason that I always uh, advocated using the post and page uploaders to do that. So it was attached, but now there's all sorts of things going on with attachments. Um, So I don't even think that's relevant anymore because I, uh anyway so this taxonomy that you just posted though I mean this uh, this function is pretty great yeah. so it adds the the folder dropdown that's the type of thing that I would love to see in core agreed <laughs> <laughs> okay well we're I don't I think the thing you is
0: is once, you, once you get I think I think the thing is is once you get a lot of content in there and you have you you're using this stuff in Tons of different places, including places that don't actually um, uh, are, are, are deemed attached to a particular thing. So like not attached to a post, but maybe attached, or not attached, but being used in um, advanced custom fields. Um, it stinks because it's like you can't really tell if you're actually using this thing or not. Is it safe to delete this thing or not? There's a lot of that kind of weirdness that happens in there where I've had my users come to me and just say, can I delete this file that's in here? Because you know we have nine copies of it. And it's like,
4: well, you let me just do a quick MySQL query. <laughs> <Right>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, like a safety net type thing in there would be huge because then you could at least delete this stuff and you know kind of clean up
4: uh, duplicates. What do you yeah. think of that? Yes.
3: Yeah. There's also just it the. I love the, that we, WordPress automatically generates all of versions. It's one of my favorite things for users because now it's got all the different sizes they can easily use and they're not just shrinking giant pictures, what they would do anyway, but it creates a mass amount also, not just in the media, but in on the actual server. Now there's like, you know, and if they upload an image twice, now there's like eight images in there that are all the same name. So it's not even just the duplicates in the media library. It's the duplicates triplicates yeah. on the server. It's so what, like brutal.
4: So what is your feature? I'm sorry. What is, what's, what's the idea there? You want
3: to... No, I'm just agreeing.
4: Oh, okay. Right, I was going well, to, okay. to say... Point point. On that, I mean, that? I'd love it if uh, when
2: we uploaded files to WordPress, if WordPress would store the file hash, so if someone uploaded the image again instead of uploading a second copy of it, it would just say, oh, hey, you uploaded this before. We're just going to ditch the new one and point you at the old one.
3: Yeah, we give you the option like, Maybe Port, you know. If we use something like
2: TinEye or Google Reverse Image Search to, or some open source variety of that, if you could do it in GD to like store image fingerprints so you can see, oh, you've previously uploaded a higher resolution version of this same picture, uh, sure you don't want to just use this one instead? Intent.
0: Hint. Then yeah. we would destroy all of the shared hosting plans that are out there with it, doing all that, that higher level, you know. Computing to
2: make that happen, but at a very basic <laughs> level, MD5 would be more than oh, adequate totally, to totally. two copies of the exact same image. Definitely. Yeah,
1: I, I don't necessarily think that would be a, a good core feature, though. That sounds like an awesome plugin, um, where maybe you know uh, a, a number of users could use it, but not necessarily everybody. Um, but I, I definitely think, uh, to to some extent, to kind of touch on what Say was saying, like when you upload an image, it makes eight copies of the image. Um, you know, all the different thumbnails, all, everything like that. Um, you end up getting um, all of these files on the kind of uh, larger blogs, media sites, things like that. Um, once, once you start scaling up, uh, you know, you have some of these people who have 5,000, 10,000 posts, uh, eight thumbnails, eight different sizes, versions, whatever, of a file for, uh, they, they start running into uh, server resource issues. Uh, Because they have, you know, a a specific number of files under, you know, their hosting account or whatever, uh, that they can end up running into problems there. Uh, So something that kind of uh, smartly handles those images, um, I think would be a, a big thing.
3: Yeah, agreed.
1: It just seems like the
0: that entire media library just needs to be kind of reworked a little bit and just made to be something that a lot of us are really accustomed to doing. Even if it was just tags, and that was
2: just kind of baked in. I know and a you lot can... of it is a lot of it is that the media library as it's written, the UI is not very customizable. Uh, yep. A lot of it is just in one giant um, uh, HTML template tag that's used by Backbone. So and it's not like done in sub views or subcomponents or stuff where you can override a small part as it plugs together. If you want to change any bit, you need to like override the entire method, call the old method, and then after it renders, walk the DOM down, find the thing you want, then selectively replace that,
4: which is a horrible way of doing it. Yeah, <laughs> so, it is. So along the same vein about optimization speed, you know, I'd really like to see an overhaul of the uh, post meta table, right? Everything in WordPress sort of gets dumped into this one table, and it's not indexed, right? I don't know of a way to do it, but I would love to see an overhaul there because that does affect speed, uh, especially when you've got lots What's of content. Not the post meta table, the meta, the uh, meta value Post-table? The, no um, the meta the meta value uh, field in post meta. Well, value you wouldn't want index
2: on key, maybe. But building okay. an index on meta value would be probably less efficient than actually querying against it all the time, depending on how your queries are balanced. Jason can talk better well, to but, this than I but can. But
4: there's but there's lots of there's there's lots of um, and I'm I'm gonna make an overgeneralizing statement, but there's lots of plugins. Uh, that query against that meta value table and that that can bog fast.
2: Sure, and a lot of it is write your queries intelligently, and sure maybe put a uh, index on the meta
4: key column, George but values less so. George, you and I write our queries uh, properly, right? I, I, you know, and 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 we know how to do that. But there's lots of there's lots of plugins, even popular plugins that are out there that don't do this, and this is pretty common. Um, so I will now turn that over to Cosper since uh, since you called him out.
3: <laughs> to talk about post meta tables.
1: Fix the world, Cosper. Yeah. Oh jeez. Five minutes. <laughs> oh well, okay. I have five minutes. That actually gives me a lot of time. I'll uh, I'll re-route the subnet to the uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the encryption? Yeah, exactly. Hack the Gibson. Mm-hmm. All the things. Um. Now, see, there are some instances where post meta indexes can make a lot of sense. Uh, in um, kind of a lesser. Um, lesser queries, not necessarily where you're looking for uh, taxonomies necessarily, things like that. Uh, however, um, using indexes as kind of a catch-all um, is, can be rough. Uh, a lot of uh, people who... I just saw on, uh, an article the other day on WooCommerce optimization that was talking about um, running an index. Uh, the, th- the index that they wanted to run was a, a full-text index Across uh, all posts, uh, post meta things like that, and they're like, "Oh, the queries are so fast," and they hold up this example. <laughs> George is xing, yeah. I they get it. This example of um, a hundred-item store that, oh, look at how like ridiculously fast. But again, once you get up to scale, and of course, uh, you know, anybody building a website at this point uh, isn't necessarily building it for uh, their 15 friends. Some people might be. But, uh, you know, they want to build a business off that they want to scale, they want to bring it up, Um, you know, at at scale, a full full text index, uh, it can be pretty rough. Uh, It can make things fast in the short term, but in the long term, uh, you start to lean on that stuff and it just ends up becoming a crutch that ends up slowing down your site.
4: Totally get it. I'm not necessarily suggesting this is a solution. I'm just saying of course. there are some there are some definite optimization opportunities uh, inside of the the schema, the default schema.
1: Sure.
3: Um you want to hear my wish list? Yes, item? yes,
4: please. Yes.
0: <laughs> no.
3: Um I wish that the uh theme repository displayed and I think this is on a docket somewhere, but displayed a better um, homepage version of the uh, site so that you didn't have to install a theme in order to, not that you had to look at it on your theme, but that it was like, just had a good homepage made by that theme instead of that stupid boat. (laughs)
2: Yeah, (laughs) better theme demo. Yeah, they uh, they they don't match,
3: they live the picture that's on the thumbnail, I know it's, I know. See, this is the thing. All of my things are being worked on. It's great. You guys are on it. We're
0: getting rid of the boat. That, that's what's or happening. How are you? You have
2: nothing to complain about. All the boats are going away. All right. <laughs> no,
3: I'm like, I'm so happy right now. No, I don't. There's things, but um, well, I, I mean, all my things roam around, you know, not around the core, but around getting the word out about core to people. Um, so that's, yeah. you know, it's a good I, tool. I think-
4: I think what you're addressing uh, actually is is something that is not necessarily a WordPress core issue, but this this happens in a lot of uh, third-party themes, right? There isn't a consistent way to display a sample of, of what a theme is supposed to look like. So when you buy a Woo theme or an elegant theme or an organic theme or any of the theme companies I buy from, they'll display you a site on… You know, uh, on their site for what it's going to look like and then you install a theme and it just looks like a blank page right so there is no consistent way to display that dummy content
3: i, I mean there there's I don't know about a consistent way to do it, but I mean, even some of those are uh, you have to build with Visual Builder and all that stuff. But a lot of them, you just have to go in and change that it's the static front page instead of a blog. So when you're viewing it in the theme repository, what you're looking at is the blogging page, which is if you're a business, which is important, looking through there. You know, it's very, the problem is it's very confusing because you look at the picture of the thumbnail, which looks like, oh, this looks good. And then you look at the demo and you're like, what this, this, I don't that doesn't even make any sense. Um, So you're forced to install all of them. And for users, the problem is you install everything and then they never get rid of them. And then there's just all these unupdated themes and they get used to ignoring notification updates and it's just bad. I
1: I actually really enjoy about the, the theme demos. Um, the first run out of the box experience where it gives you the blog view. It doesn't give you the, uh, the static front page view. It just sets you up right out of the gate for that disappointing experience of, oh, this <laughs> thumbnail looks <laughs> rad. Let's, <laughs> let's Here's six it, it, it is, you it is authentic.
3: It's totally authentic. So yeah. th- to that end, you know, that's fine. Yeah, of course. <laughs> it's, not, it's not being misleading.
0: I guess the thing <laughs> is like, like what would, what would That's you great need to, way to do? Like it. what would you need to do in order to fix that? Like what, what would need to happen there? Because you would have to have something that would be dummy enough type content that somebody could still kind of move there's, their mouse across. There's plenty of so.
3: dummy content. Right? There's plenty of dummy content. Even if, and again, I don't know, I can't speak to the theme repository structure or any of that, but it it seems to me that it could be as simple as, depending on how the theme is built, if it has a static front page template that activates when um, you, you know, select your static front page as home designated front page, that that could be displayed instead of the blog post. Like even something that simple that the theme Uh, a creator could just toggle a button, be like show static front page or show blog post. And that would remove so much confusion from that process. I just look at the theme repository a lot with people and they're like, what the hell is going on? And I have to explain to them... <laughs> it's
0: not, it's well, what I can cheating. say is that is like the app store on like the on the on on the iPhone, and especially I mean, bo- both on the iPhone as well as on Android is looking at the um, looking at the screenshots that are there. You really still can't figure out like what this game is. Is it a bunch of cutscenes that they're showing, or are they actually showing what the con? You know, what's going to actually what's the play the play like on that game? So I think it's really difficult for for folks to figure out like what is the thing that is. If somebody's just going to see as one little thumbnail, what's this thing that that you're really going to have to show them to sell them on the free thing that you made and put out on the internet for people to enjoy?
4: I I don't know. I'm not sure how to go about that. What if you could replace the thumbnail with a video? That'd be awesome.
3: What kind of video? Like a...
4: Just a, a sales video. It's a sales video, but it's a free well. Then it's about of who can make theme.
3: a better marketing video. know it's video. a
4: free theme, but it's a, mar- a marketing video.
3: Who can make a better right. marketing video? That's not the point here. The point is who can make a theme that works well out of the box for all I of just, these users on there. You know, like I don't care if someone can make a great marketing video. I want someone who can make a theme that when someone selects static front page the front page template comes up and I can customize it. But could
0: you imagine what the video would have to be like to show all 9,000 things that Aveda could do? It would just be nuts. <laughs> hey,
4: when are we going to do our Aveda show?
0: Uh, we'll, we'll make it happen.
3: We should. <laughs> That'd be a good time.
0: But like, how how would you describe that? Like, how would you? It's bad enough that to get developers to just do the development work and build the site and design it and do all that stuff, but now you're asking them to also do videos of the of the thing.
3: Yeah, as well. I yeah, I think that might be nice, but um, I think they should do that on the documentation and education side for sure, because there's definitely a lot of here's your theme now have fun. Um, so you know, some of the better themes do do have a lot of great demos and walkthroughs and things like that, but. I'm literally talking about the theme repository, though, because what we're talking about is what we want for WordPress core, right? So I don't know if the theme repository counts, but it's in the admin. So to me, it counts. It's of part of the core user experience. So say
1: um, say you actually get, um, you talked about having the theme experience of um, installing a theme uh, in order to see what it looks like on the site. If there were an easy like delete button in the live preview, so you install it, you put it on your site, you see what it looks like, live preview, you don't like it, you delete it.
3: Maybe three buttons where it says, you know, activate, delete, or so keep active, or, you know, like, keep, activate, or delete, you know what I mean? Right. Something like that, where it's like, you can just decide right then, if you know you're not going to keep it, because then the user doesn't have to make that decision again when they're looking at it, and then they have to activate again to be like, did I look at this thing? I don't know, you know? So, something awesome. like that, what where it's like, have- keep on the server, or... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know enough about that process for me to say, but that is on my wish list because I I encounter that constantly with clients, and I know that is a a block between them and uh, using the themes that are in the theme repository because of the, the demo.
2: So I'm thinking, what if we had like 3P content slash themes slash temp? and you could install themes on the fly to try out in the temp directory, but only if you chose to actually activate it does it move out of the temp directory into the actual theme directory. And then anything sitting in the temp directory after a while just gets purged. Ooh, it's like a theme staging
4: spot. I like it.
3: Ooh, I like that. So the idea is that people would install them in order to actually try them out, and the focus would be more on the just trying out with your own content. Mm-hmm. And, so that, and so that would be... Uh, so to get rid of the keeping it on the server forever problem and really focus on the customization, I still think that the blog start page around, demo is a little Yeah, well, that, that would definitely that. solve a problem. That's part of that Where do we write that down? What are you gonna make a track ticket. <laughs> I have it on a post-it That'll do good things All right Anyway, what else guys?
1: I'm actually pretty excited for uh, the the REST API when it manages to land. Um, the uh, there is um, something out. Uh, basically, there's a merge uh, request um, or a merge proposal out um, that um, Ryan McHugh worked on over the weekend, I believe. Um, looks good. Looks solid. Uh, I'm not sure um, if they're going to make it. I want them to make it. I want them to make it so, so freaking bad. Um,
3: (laughs) They have to make it because if this thing doesn't get implemented, it's going to get eclipsed quickly and people will be onto the new toy.
2: But but by what? Part of the thing is that with the REST API, everyone's been so focused on managing content, uh, whether it's managing your posts, your. Comments, your comments, users, what have you? What excited about going into the REST API are managing plugins and managing themes, because as soon as you have API access to manage your plugins and themes, you could go to WordPress.com or ManageWP or InfiniteWP or any of them, click a button to authenticate with the .org site, and then it'll automatically install their plugin and link it up for you. Uh, so then. You can do start doing anything and start playing around and having access, and everything can start talking to each other and install their own endpoints for managing your content or what need you.
3: Once you have that, then you can make zaps and if <laughs> you can make recipes to take your content and fling it out in all sorts of pieces, and people have so many new toys to play with and stuff to play with.
4: Oh, that's.
2: I'm much more excited about the infrastructure side of the REST API than I am the
4: content side. That's the quote of this show. Oh. Fling it out in all sorts of pieces. <laughs>
3: that's what all, it is. There. all
4: the zaps. Oh, my God.
3: <laughs> all right. I think you're right, though. So that's good. This thing, we're doing well.
2: We are doing well.
3: <laughs> Let's oh, see. So We don't want anything. We're just super content people.
0: Well, yeah. I, th- I think I think it just I think for us it, it really comes down to the things that people bother us about the most are the things that we want to have fixed. Which is why like that media um, you know, doing all this stuff within the media manager there, it's like that thing just needs to be, you know, there's needs there's a lot of things that need to be added into that that are just like a normal file system of being able to manage
2: various things that are in there. You know, tag say, okay, them and add them and move them like, around. Picture this as uh, why I'm super excited for the infrastructure stuff. You go to Gravity Forms to buy Gravity Forms. You go, you pay, Uh, after you're done, you click, they say, congratulations, you're now on Gravity Forms. Would you like to install it? Yes. Click, enter your site URL, boom. Uh, Go authenticate with your site and they will automatically install it for you. You don't need to download the zip file and re-upload it. Same thing for buying a theme. It can automatically install it for you and keep tabs on it and keep it updated for you. Yay. Yes, please. One, so does
0: that one, mean that we could one... uh, that you get lease a theme and then if you don't pay that they'll just take it back from you?
2: Could that happen? Um, I
4: hope not. I would. I would be.
1: I mean, that could I mean, be fun, somewhere. It's like repossessing your theme. That's I mean, great. It
4: happen, but... I'm going to say yes. <laughs> <laughs> you can call me the evil overlord. I'm gonna say yes, um, or you can just overrule them because you can no longer That'd delete it.
1: I, I have a morbid curiosity to see who manages to implement that uh, that idea, that business plan um, for leasing themes. That would be pretty. It's like a rent-to-own. Yeah, I'm gonna go with I'm
3: gonna go with Theme Forest on that one.
4: <laughs> yeah. All
3: right.
4: Steve, you have something? No, 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 I'm good. I was raising nope. my hand to volunteer for that person for, to to be the guy that leases the themes. <laughs> nice.
3: You should lease the themes out to your people and then you know they don't pay you and you're like it's like a maintenance contract with the Wah-wah. foreclosure clause. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
4: Actually I want that, now. I want that sound effect in core. I want I, I want um who was the guy from The Simpsons that, that did that? <laughs> <laughs> the, uh,
1: the 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 foreclosure for, ah, the foreclosure clause is probably my least favorite Tim Allen movie <laughs> to be perfectly honest. <laughs> is that
2: like the sequel to the Santa Claus or something? Yeah,
4: that's what he's yeah.
1: Yes.
2: That's funny. Oh hey. That's about it folks <laughs> for <laughs> today. <laughs>
0: Thank you very much for watching. I appreciate it. Go over to our website at wtwatercooler.com. Click on the link so to subscribe. If you really enjoyed this, hit the little thumbs up button. If you didn't like it, hit thumbs up twice. It's awesome.
4: Talk to you guys later. Bye-bye.